Welcome to Mental Awareness Discussion, the MAD Podcast, with Miles Weber, Heather Weber, and Susan Thompson. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the MAD Podcast, the Mental Awareness Discussion, brought to you, as always, by Brokerage of Productions and Banana Bros. Follow them at Brokerage of Productions and at AZ Banana Bros on social media for all the cool stuff that they release constantly, like the cool content, like the content you're watching right now, and the awesome swag that I'm not wearing right now, but I have on in spirit. There is, There are Banana Bros shirts that I have that don't have spit up on them. They will be washed very, very shortly. Now, that being said, I'm your host, Miles Weber. With me, as always, is my co-host on this podcast and in life, my wife, Heather Weber. Hello, dear. How are you? Just peachy. How are you? Also, peachy, peaches, cream, all of it. She's there watching our son. So if at any point you hear a cooing, it's not our dog. There's a leaky human next to her. Uh, Right? Could be the dog. Could be the dog. It's entirely (laughs) a possibility. Could be the dog. So our guest today uh, is a good friend of mine that I've known for a very long time in stand-up comedy. We both started uh, stand-up in the Bay Area many, many moons ago. And now since then, he's got a drive our comedy special. He's been on all types of shows on all types of networks. He's recently on America has got talent we're going to talk to him a little bit about that today give it up for Kabir Singh what's up homie what's good to have going you here up, buddy nice to see you guys come on yeah man good to see you too how you doing great good I'm glad to be back on zoom huh yeah man always <laughs> always a pleasure to be back on zoom we love it we live on zoom this is our day to day man I, I, I yeah. don't know all the, all the comics were complaining about these zoom shows I had a great time with them right yeah it was what you made of it um exactly. so so why don't you uh kind of tell the folks a little bit about who you are um your relationship with stand-up comedy and then just kind of transition a little bit into how you went about the process of getting booked to be on America's Got Talent yeah, cool, man. So uh, Kabir Singh, comedian, uh, started in 09, I think, something of that nature. And then, um, yeah, dude, just been doing stand-up for a while, uh, you know, for a living, and it's been uh, great traveling. Um, AGT was, okay, so that was last year. So mm-hmm. um, the year prior to that, oh, uh, no, the year prior to the pandemic, I, do, I did this big Sky Festival um, in Billings, Montana. I don't mm-hmm. think they're having one this year, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I won that. And one of the judges is a casting director at America Got Talent and hooked me up. So that was a pretty cool, cool process. Uh, the whole process was, was, uh, was taxing, but I mean, it's just, you forget how many people watch that show. It like just blew my stuff up. And now, you know, these shows are, people are coming. So, uh, it's been like a great, great experience. One of the best experiences of my life. And it was, yeah, no, it was taxing. It was long. You know, I was, you know, what was it? I shot that in May and then, then like, it just took the whole year. Yeah. You know, technically, and then I got eliminated in the semifinals. That was in September. So think about that, right? February, March, March, all the way to, um, to September. Yeah. Um, but it was cool, man. It was great. It was uh, fun. My first set was really good. It was the one that I was able to kind of do whatever I wanted. And then once you get on the show, like they kind of mold stuff and uh, they switched out my final set, like in the last, couple hours prior to it um so it was uh it's just a lot of direction you have to take you know as comedians we don't like that stuff so but um but it was a really fun experience man it was sick 
Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I'm curious if you can get into it. Cool. If you can, I totally understand. But oh, like, yeah. uh, what was what was their problem with your set that they switched out a couple hours before? What was the yeah. conversation like? Because that's a lot. People don't, people listening might not understand when you're doing already. This is a high pressure set that you're doing. You know, right. it's a it's a competition. You're kind of representing comedy in this grand stage of talent in general. Right. Um, and two hours beforehand, they're like, oh, by the way, the set you've been going over your head psych you're not doing that you're doing this instead what's that like it was more like 45 minutes uh, oh, the, no yeah, uh, yeah i think it was i actually, would have done the set anyway i'd have been like done fine after, we did, i had a whole uh i did it was a after rehearsal and everything too um but it was overall it was just crazy like it's basically we have uh, this conversation with one of the producers where they were just like they wanted to steer me away from because i had another two or three jokes on my mom which was really working and um and uh, yeah and then they're just like they wanted me to do some relationship stuff so i kind of whipped that they kind of went through my dry bar special and then picked out those jokes are like do this do this so which i was fine with but then i you know i i they, i had to do a different wording and stuff like that and by that time i was like so it's just really draining because you may basically you're uh, on set for uh like 8 a.m to 5 p.m every day yeah. Like it's insane for four for a two and a half minute set. So um, it was I was already pretty fatigued. And then when I'm when I um, switched out, I was going to do the sprinkler joke and this thing about my dad, which I think would have really uh, went well. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, like you kind of just have to go with what they say, because, um, you know, it is a TV show and stuff like that. So um, but overall, though, it was cool. It was a cool experience. I just kind of wish I could have done my set. Um but, you know, either way, I mean, I was when they told me I was fine with it, too, because then I was all like, OK, well, if I advance and I have my other set ready to go, too. For so, sure. um, yeah, totally. But Absolutely. overall, yeah, it was cool. It was just tiring. Tiring. Yeah, it's a long day. So that in general is just not ideal. Just sitting around pacing all day, waiting to do just one thing that's only a couple minutes long. But yeah. also like just to, to kind of put it in perspective for people who are listening, who don't understand like comedy and everything. Like one of the things with stand up comedy is you can't be in your head when you're on stage. Like right. you just kind of have to let things happen. And so for them to like so close to you going on, be like, hey, you got to swap this joke out for this joke and we want you to change the word on it that kind of cements you in your head during the set so that's where it's like man i think who knows if you just did a chance to get through to that final round because you were so close to it if you'd have just been able to run the set comfortably the way that you had already prepared yeah, to I, run it absolutely yeah no I, I no i we got some really you know that would have been really helpful um yeah. but you know at the end of the day you know I, just making it a semi i mean you once you're on the show you're on the show nah. um i would probably was not expecting to win it but um you know it's just once you're on it, you're on it. So like, it, it, so, you know, the job I felt like was completed. Um, but yeah, no, absolutely. It's all about comfortability, man. Like when, especially the, I don't even mind doing the jokes because I, I like those jokes too. I mean, totally. But it was the wording when they, when you're adding words and taking out words, that's where I got like totally muffled. I was like, was I supposed to say it that way? So um, that was the only problem, but that was probably overall 99. I mean, that was the only negative part, uh, experience on the show. I mean, overall the exposure and doing that show i actually had a blast and i loved meeting all the guys you know all the people that are on the show too you know so i made some really good friends and stuff like that so it was pretty badass but um yeah but but yeah just think about that i mean you're starting at 8 a.m and you're doing it every day yeah for like three days prior to it so it's just kind of kind of crazy especially we're not used to that either i mean we're not we're comedians yeah absolutely 
you know, my ass gets to my own shows 12 minutes before I go on stage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I can test yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, I'm the I've, worst. When it comes to that, <laughs> well, absolute worst when it comes to that kind of stuff. So that was just a, if, if I with my personality, that show, I mean, there was going to be a Kabizi moment at the uh, at some point. I'm just glad it happened towards the end. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was going to say there was a moment. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, yeah, getting there. The first round was cool. Well, the first round and also the process of it's insane, because when you do the audition, when you tape it, you don't know if it's going to air or anything. Mm-hmm. And you might not even I didn't know I advanced even with the standing O and all that stuff till like two weeks before they started shooting the show because that's the yeah that's the thing people don't understand there's that well, they could, you, yeah you you crushed it you absolutely destroyed yeah people have done it yeah yeah and so like but even then it's like you're saying people who are like what do you mean like uh you're not sure if it's going to get on like you did it and it's like yeah but you don't understand this isn't the show isn't what people think it is like you think it's some random picking of talented performers and we're going to try and figure out who the best no they've cast a story that they're trying to tell you and so they're going to do everything they can to try and paint that picture tell that story and then do things a certain way so they're very meticulously trying to work on it and it is an all day thing i did um i was going i was supposed to do it back in 2016 after i won the sf competition they took me to do it and then i was there and they held me all day for like three or four days and i and nothing happened and then the end of the last day of auditions they tried to wheel me in there and i was standing on stage next to nick next to nick cannon and then they tapped me and they're like the fire marshal said we got to shut it down and i was next and i was like okay fuck you guys and then they just tapped me again well that's that's yeah i've heard so many nightmare stories like that that's why i just feel hella lucky like yeah man you had a really good experience all things considered is what i'm saying yeah and i know i know a couple other stories like that dude it's it's weird because the judges cuts i mean when you do the audition and i got a standing go and i killed it but that didn't mean guaranteed anything yeah and i've even got friends that are comics who did something on there that wasn't stand-up related and it was kind of weird and the judges were like what are you doing and they're like well i'm actually a comic and so i would have preferred to just do that and they're like oh why don't you just come do stand-up we'll come back and do stand-up and then they're like oh okay and then they want to come back and do stand-up and the producer's like yeah you're not coming back to do stand-up and it's like the judges wanted it they said it like you've got a thing and so yeah man it is very like picked and stuff like that so it is like yeah, a roll of the dice if you have a good experience on it exactly. they tapped me to they tapped me to try and do it again this year so we'll see if that actually happen so we'll yeah, see as well i mean it's a good 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 it's a fun experience and they and again man the exposure it's insane yeah and and but so but to that effect yeah it is absolutely insane but to that effect uh i do want to get into a little bit of the back nine of like your experience that you've been having with the exposure and the fans and the things like that yeah. but also like leading up like because because people may not understand like the anxiety or the pressure of these types of performances. So like, what did you do or was there anything you did to try and prepare for that first audition set, that one that you were first initially trying to do? What's what's yeah. your mentality like going into that set? Well, that was the fun one because there was nobody in my ear. That was just me. Like nobody told mm-hmm. me what to do. In fact, I think seven people told me not to do the serial joke, which was the best part of the whole show yeah. uh, or, or my experience. Um, but no, I was, I was pretty cool. I was chill. Like I just knew that uh, getting it on air was just, lo- you have to have low expectations. You can't just go in there and be like, you know, even after I murdered it, I was like, I still don't know if this is going to air. They're like, we don't know if it's going to air. And I'm like, so it's never a victory until it's 
actually airs. Mm-hmm. But no, I was pretty chill. I was uh, that the good thing about the audition is you're not stuck in the hotel for like a week prior to it. Yeah. You know, you just drive up and do it and you're done. Yeah. So it's just it's no pressure, really. And then you just got to go up there and, you know, do your thing. But it's where they hold you and do all that stuff and you get, get you out of your rhythm. Mm-hmm. That's when it's that's when you're like thinking about it more and then it's more pressure. But the audition was that was a piece of cake. Um, but yeah, man, it is. Uh, it's cool, man. You just basically just don't want to go up there. And well, I curse, too. Actually, I forgot. Yeah, they glitched uh, you out. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing about that was I just said I said bastards and everybody thought I said like the worst word. Like I was like my mom was all like, what did you say? Yeah, it's, it's like you bastard. said bastards. Yeah, you can say bastard. Really? That's what they believe. They made, it made it look cool as hell, though. But I mean, I but, it, you know, I was telling people like, <laughs> I can't believe you said the airport. I'm like, I didn't say sh- I said bastards. Yeah. Uh, but it made me look like got, I got me more street cred than I probably should have. <laughs> I, I, I should probably actually not tell people that I was bastards. But you heard it here first. I just said bastards. Um, But no, uh, you know, overall, it was just I think it was just the break of the routine. That's the hardest part about yeah. AGT. Stand up stuff was, you know, mm-hmm. easy and it's fun, you know, hanging out and stuff. But man, six days of that, especially during COVID, dude, this was during COVID. Well, still COVID, but, you know, you're getting you're you're getting tested, you know, every day. There's mm-hmm. all this different stuff. And not to mention the pressure of just getting COVID. You yeah. get kicked off the show if you get COVID. So, you you know, you're basically that was my worst fear was testing positive mm-hmm. at any point, you know, because I would have been there's no you're done, especially in yeah. the semifinals. Yeah. Um. So, you know, it was just a lot of weird added pressure, but overall fun experience. And sure. yeah, so much better than 90 percent of people, because I know I know I know a couple comics that did very well in their auditions and they never even aired it. Which yeah. is kind of, that sucks when you get your hopes up like that. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, for so, sure. For sure. That's like, the- I came in there with the right mindset of like, just not expecting anything. Yeah. 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 Release the expectations and you'll be good right. on the other side of it. You know, um, did, you, did you feel any pressure from like the comedy community to like get as far as you did or try and. No, I mean, you know, um, not really. I mean, my, my whole thing was just, I wanted, I knew it was a big opportunity. My whole thing is just ticket sales and future bookings. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm with all, I, I, I'm like the last person talk about community i don't give a shit uh but <laughs> all i care about is paying the bills and taking care of the mom um but uh no and my i just knew it was a really good opportunity to uh you know showcase and it's so cool because like once you get on that show it's like all your cousins and like people that re- regularly would not be following you or anything like that it just they just come out of the woodworks which was mm-hmm. just badass you know and my mom had a blast too obviously she was on the show twice yeah. And um, she, you know, that's cool when she, you know, we're walking around Fremont here and there and people are like, oh, what's going on? So that's pretty badass. So all of that was really cool. Have you, uh, the support you've gotten online has been mostly positive? Like people have been cool online? Oh, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, it's so. great. Uh, you know, I mean, there's going to be people that are, but, you know, if you don't really care, I mean, how could you let people... I mean, you know, if, if anybody talks trash or anything like that, it's just it's so ridiculous. I mean, people don't talk trash to people that are doing, but um, you know, worse than, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna trash talk, you know. Um, but no, it was great, and of course, the bookings have been amazing, and uh, I think it was just a lot of people that was, you know, especially I have my own fans prior to AGT, and that was just, I mean, watching them gloat, like just get to you know experience that ride with me people were coming in from the bay area going to the tapings and stuff like that um but yeah it's just badass it wasn't so much pressure as it was uh you know it just it was a fun ride but it was Mm -hmm. it was tiresome oh yeah for sure 
for sure. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and plus, you know, um, Josh Blue, there was other comedians on there, too, that did yeah. really well. Um, it was a lot of comedians this year, actually. Four made it to the semis. Well, I think. Yeah, something yeah, that's, like that. That's a lot for AGT. Yeah, usually you don't see that much of a comedian's presence in there. Yeah, and a yeah. comedian's never won it. That's that's the other thing. Is the comics never oh, won man, it. man, if Josh Blue wasn't going to win it, then that's... <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, you know, there's not going to be a comedian with that show. <laughs> If, uh, Josh, if Josh couldn't pull all the heartstrings, no, he, he, he hit all the boxes. His hand is permanently set to pulling on heartstrings. Like, you know I what mean, I mean? Exactly. He was great. He was great. Fight. He already won the last comic standing. But the, what was surprised me is how many comedians that uh, that well-known comedians were on the show. Yeah. You know, Josh Blue's well-known. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's the Sklar Brothers audition. The Sklar Brothers yeah. were on it. Kevin wins. Uh, Kevin was on it. So it was just, um, you know, it's it's really interesting. You know, it was uh, a lot of comedians, and I I loved the, the guy who won it was one of the nicest guys too, the magician. We all you know got along great and stuff, and it was oh, cool. I never met Josh Blue, so I was kicking it with him the whole time. He's a really nice guy. Josh, a good 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 people, absolutely. Yeah, I think he came in third, so he represented the comedy community really good. I mean, he was yeah. probably came the fourth furthest, maybe right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as the comic goes, I think he's gotten the furthest because I think Preacher Lawson got to the finals, but I don't think he got the top three. No, no, no. Preacher came in like ninth. Yeah, yeah, something like yeah, that. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but so he get, he got really close. Yeah, for sure. So um, you had your girlfriend, your lady, that was kind of by your side through all of this, correct? Yeah. So yeah. we'd love to talk about, um, you know, just kind of like the support system that's around people and their journeys through navigating through life and their mental health and everything like that. So like, what oh, yeah. did, what did the support look like from your lady through all of this? And what does it look like in your comedy career now that things have kind of picked up? You know, I mean, do yeah. you feel like there's support there? Are you guys oh, communicating yeah, yeah. well? Like, what's that like? Yeah, well, I mean, she travels everywhere I go. So wherever I go, Perfect. she comes with me. So it's great. So I have that companion with me at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, she just chill, you know, brings a little piece of home. You know, you're stuck on this on a hotel half of the time. Mm-hmm. So it's nice. Uh, but yeah, during the AGT run, she was very supportive and awesome. And she was just taking care of little things that I didn't have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, so she made it really, really easy for me. She makes my life a lot easier. Plus, you know me, I'm a psychopath. So I need somebody up there. I don't know how she deals with me. Uh, and she takes care of all my, it's like having a, well, it's like having a child. So, <laughs> right. um, so like, she just has to do like dumb things for me. Um, so yeah, no, it's great, you know, and it's really fun. It's great traveling with somebody that you really like, and it's just a blast, man. Awesome, man. Wonderful. Good, good. And well, I had some nice. friends that came in from Fremont. Shout out to the Kirby's crew that came out to all the tapings. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it was cool, man. It was just, it was, uh, it was fun and it's, yeah, it's really important because you know, the road could get super lonely yeah. and, uh, I, you know, I feel bad. There's a lot of comics that have to do that by themselves and, you know, they get into other stuff and it's just not, not great. So it's always good to have someone with you, uh, you know, watching your back. Absolutely. Absolutely. I hear man. Could not agree more. Could not agree more. Well, uh, dear, do you have any more questions for Kabir before we ride off into the sunset as she's unmuting herself? <laughs> <laughs> I do not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The, the drama. Yeah, no, just, yeah, no it's uh, so cute. Um, yeah, no, it's great. You know, the, the only, the college shows, uh, what we're doing now, a bunch of colleges and stuff like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, for the, the travel, I mean, I feel bad because there's a lot of comics out there that are booking all these colleges, like, mm-hmm. and they're overdoing themselves. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's no need to do 15 colleges and then not traveling uh, every day. So, 
you know, of all the comics out there that are doing it, uh, you know, just give yourself a break, man. Don't burn out on it. And, um, you know, you just have to, uh, you know, take care of yourself, man. Make sure if you can bring a friend or work with a comedian that you really like to make it easier. I suggest do that and then do what you love to do. If you don't like doing colleges, don't do them. If you don't like doing cruises, don't do them. Like I did a few cruises and I just hate being trapped on that boat. Yeah. It's not for everybody. Yeah. So it's just like, I'm not doing that anymore. So, you know, make, make your own decisions, uh, not based on money and stuff, just based mm-hmm. on your uh, own mental health, because uh, it could get real rough out there and you definitely want to be focused. 100% couldn't agree more right on well awesome man well I appreciate you coming on why don't you let folks listening and watching know where they can follow you online and stuff like that absolutely if you just go to Kabir uh all my social media stuff is on my website uh videos dates uh and all that stuff Facebook Twitter all that good stuff so uh you know come check me out and hopefully I'll be performing at a city near you guys come on buddy hell yeah hey. man right on absolutely i think you I'm and i are work. working together in uh april the end of april you and i are doing something in the baby yes right exactly there. man we used to do yeah. we've done a lot of shows together we have absolutely man so it'll be fun we're gonna have a good time yeah, so yeah. yeah man so right on so thanks for coming on and thanks you all for listening follow me at miles Warper joker on all the social media heather runs the social media for the podcast on instagram at mad podcast make sure you follow at broken productions and at az banana bros we'll see you next time everybody bye now